Welcome to the That's Life Man podcast, hosted by Tanner and Chandler Mann. Tune in weekly to chat all things family, fitness, and life. That's life. That's what all the people say. Welcome back to That's Life Man, hosted by your favorite couple, Tanner and Chandler Man. We're a little late this week, and it's all Chandler's fault. Whoa, 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 whoa. Settle down. Why is it my fault? Well, because everything is your fault. Uh, wrong. Okay. <laughs> if okay. you're a wife, you know that. When things go wrong, we always blame the husbands. You know, that's why I'm here. I'm here because I, uh, I've i accepted that responsibility as the person that takes the blame. I am a sponge. <laughs> Do you need to go to therapy because of that? I will one day. <laughs> I'll go with you. We'll no, <laughs> I don't need you to go with me. I'm going by myself. Trying to get away from me. Exactly. That's okay. why I need therapy. Well, it's actually nobody's fault. It's just been crazy schedules. We were supposed to have a guest today, but that is being pushed to next week. So look for that next week. So today it is only Chani and me. Yep, we had Chani and I. We had a few. It's only I. Yes, I think in that instance it is. So that grammar is like you're supposed to take one name out. So it would be, be only me. So Chaney and me. But in that instance, when you're talking about it's only in talking about a person, it in yourself, it is still I. Okay. So Chaney and I. Yes. Okay. Correct. Got it. It's grammar. Grammar one. They say maybe. English is one of the hardest language, not the hardest, but it is a one more complicated language to learn because all the different like strange grammatical rules that we have i don't even know english yeah the people in america i mean people in, they speak english in other places but i can speak <laughs> specifically to america uh, i love when you start covering your track well i, I didn't want somebody to be like you only thinks that they speak english in america yeah heard um but no what was i saying um you know just that we're here and we're late <laughs> But we're here. We showed up. Um, we are a little bit late this week, but today's kind of kind of madness. We are recording this and then editing it immediately. We got to leave in three hours. We have not even packed. We are headed out of town this weekend. I've seriously, I've never been this person, but I've gotten to this point in my life where like, I don't stress it anymore. You remember how I used to stress uh, it? You've been at this point in your life for a while now. What do you mean? When Tanner and I first got married, she was more the type A, the organized, stressing about things. And I took, we've talked about this before, I think, but I took on that role mm -hmm. and Tanner never looked back. That, she you, happily gave it up. You decided, we had this conversation when we first got married when I said, I am the person that wants to be in charge of all of these things. Like, I want to be the person that mm -hmm. like takes care of these things. And you told me, no, I want to do it. And I said, Go on. Uh, because I'm good at it, though. Very good. And so now I've gotten to this point where, like, we'll be going on a trip. And as we're walking out the door, I'm like, where are we going again? Yeah. Who are we flying? Yeah. Who Did I, you get a car? What hotel are we staying at? What hotel are we staying at? Yeah. Literally. I've taken on the role of travel agent for the man fam. You do a great job, though. Well, thank you. It's actually kind of Fun. enjoyable. Yeah. So we are headed out of town, which means that we are recording this. Getting it live, packing, headed out of town. We're doing it all today. And that's kind of fun. I kind of live for the exhilaration. I bet you do. <laughs> um, what we wanted to chat about today was kind of the we were just talking about roles, like roles we've taken on, but a little bit different. 
Yeah, because in every relationship, like there are roles. Some just come naturally where others you kind of discuss what the expectation is in the relationship. Um, We are discussing roles as parents. And you guys know we only have one child. Um, He's two and a half. Mm -hmm. And I feel like just naturally we've- Wait, two and a half as of yesterday. Wow. I can't believe how big he is. Yeah, literally yesterday. We have a two and a half year old. I know he's big now. I feel like sometimes I still think we are 15 and 16 years old. Yeah. Well, sometimes a little further than that, I think we still have a baby and we don't. We do. I will say that. Like I tell people that we have a baby and we don't have, and a we baby. don't have a baby. We have had a baby, but mm-hmm. now we have a true toddler. toddler. Mm-hmm. I remember because technically when they turn one, they're considered a toddler. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Some kids can't even walk at one. Well, they're considered a baby from zero to one. See if, no, I was going to say if a baby, if you're still using a diaper, you're a baby. But I guess older kids have diapers too. Yeah, I think like like potty training is normal like at, at three. three. Yeah. yeah. But we kind of just developed naturally into our roles as parents to Xander. And so I know every single relationship is different. And, you know, there are some single parents that take on both oh, roles. Dang. God bless them. Yeah. Um, but for us, it's so interesting to watch the dynamics with Xander between Chandler and myself. And like, we are equally involved in Xander's life. Big time. Like, yeah. I would say, honestly, like, I, I would say it is pretty normal for moms to be more involved mm-hmm. naturally, you know, but Typically. With, that's with traditional, traditional, you know, and there's nothing if the, if that works with their dynamic, there's nothing wrong with that. Now who's covering? What? Now who's covering? You're rubbing off on me. <laughs> but I feel like in our instance, we are equally involved because Well, we because both, we both work from home. Yeah, we both work we both work from home. We're both within the same amount. Mm-hmm. Um and so naturally Well And because we haven't bought in a mom car yet, so he rides <laughs> in, in my car? truck. Well, I'm there. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But so we kind of wanted to chat about what that looks like in our dynamic yeah i mean we were even talking this morning on the on the drive um so our schedule is like anyways i get to go to the gym at one point while tanner watches z and then we basically flop and the conversation came up today of like what did you guys do when when i was gone tanner that tanner had asked me and it was like the way that z and i play together is so different than the way that y'all play together let me make note of this xander is completely a completely different child for Chandler versus for me. Like if he's alone with us, yeah. when he's alone with Chandler, he is completely independent. He plays by himself. He's quiet. He's most 50% of the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 50% of the time. He, yeah. Most of the time he is just like really chill mm-hmm. and kind of just like, and I don't even say it's, it's like, it's a lot more frequently than when he's with you. Because when he's with me, it's zero. He is con. I mean, it's constant. Like, mommy, look at this. Mommy, come here. And pulling my hand, wanting to go. He wants to like. I don't know. It's just something turns on inside of him where he's like, "Let's go outside. Let's ride the golf cart. Let let me talk to mom. Let mm-hmm. let me do this." Yeah, big time. That's just how he is. And I don't know if it's like a psychological thing for him, or if I've like set that up because there are times when he was younger and he wanted me to go do something i was like no go play by yourself like he'll pull my hand and i'm like you go over there and you show me like you go do it 
See, I feel Show like me. for me, I it breaks my heart and I can't do that. Yeah. So like he knows that I yeah. will like. And I'm not saying it to him in like a. No, you do like it. It's a go good. over there. It's more like a. You go like go show me how that works. Like let me see what you're doing. And I think we've kind of set that up that relationship, um, so that he can play more independently. And there are times I'm like, man, like I was gonna say, I like to play with him also. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at any point that he wants to play, like I want to play with him, he's like, okay, cool. He, oh, he hasn't gotten it, to yeah. the thing yet, and I know he will at some point, and it's gonna kill me. Where he like he doesn't want to play with me. Yeah. Oh gosh, when that day comes, it's going to break me, which is why I feel like Chandler and I do a really good job of really being in the moment. Like, I feel like we know when to soak things in. We've done a really good job of appreciating all those times as he's grown. I I don't look back at anything and say, gosh, that went way too fast. or We didn't sit in this moment long enough. Because I feel like we do a really good job of every evening we spend time together, the three of us. Like yeah. we soak it in. I remember when we were teaching him how to walk every single evening, we would get on the carpet and yep. have him walk back and forth to us for an hour. Yeah. And we have videos of that. I remember. Yeah. It was just like, I feel like we've always soaked in those moments. And then even now, um, Tanner eats dinner extremely early, mm-hmm. like five fifteen, mm-hmm. And so we have made it a, we've tried to make it like a big thing for us to all sit down and eat together. One, because Z eats better that way. He does. But two, it's just setting up, you know, some of the practices we want to have as a family, as a family. So essentially when he sits down for dinner at five fifteen, like five fifteen on it's family time. It is. We, we have had to, a couple months ago, we cut out TV from any eating time because used yeah. to he had associated with every time he got food, he thought we had to turn the TV on. Yeah. I didn't like that. Kids are just like, like people say creatures of habit. They, they are. soak all the things in and then they look for a routine. Yeah. They love, they thrive on a routine. And so whenever they get something like it only take a couple of times for a kid to associate something with something else. Yeah. And so I finally, a couple months ago, I was like, I don't like this. I just said no to screen time for eating like for a few days. And that's all it took was. And like I said, it takes a couple of times. And now he doesn't even ask for it. When we sit down to eat dinner, all three of us, he does not. He'll ask to turn Alexa on to play music, which is fine. Or tell a joke. He tells Alexa to play a joke like a million times. But other than that, like I've, I love that we have set that precedence that, okay, we're eating, we eat dinner at, at five o'clock. There's no screen time. We all talk and he eats way better. Yeah, he does. And so then from 5.15 on, it's family time or whatever's going on. And sometimes one of us has to work a little bit and the other one has to step in some more. But we are with him from that time until he goes to sleep. Yeah. So back to like the dynamic of like, You know, he's a lot more independent with Chandler versus me, but it's funny. Like we do play so differently because when they play together, it's a lot of like wrestling and big time rough housing, but it's hard because we've had to kind of teach him like he'll try to rough house with me. Yeah. And I don't want to play rough like that. And so he'll tell Xander like, okay, we be gentle with mommy. Mm -hmm. I try my best, to, but he just gets excited sometimes. Yeah. And so that's where it becomes hard, but it's like, Hey, you know, me, like me and you play this way, but you don't play with other people like this right? because other people don't like it. Cause yeah. that, especially when it comes to like other kids, mm-hmm. 
like he's grabbing my face and trying to lick me and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, I we can't do this to other people. If I ever do start roughhousing, though, his eyes light up. Like the kid loves to be thrown onto the bed more than well, anything. Not thrown, just kind of like not roll like around and launched. Toss. I'm yeah. not shooting him out of a cannon. I'm talking about moved like a short distance. Yeah, onto the bed. Yeah, like he does. any kid does. Right. Um, he loves it. He smiles and laughs so hard, but he, I, you know what I think it is, is I don't, whenever he was a baby, do you remember? Like sometimes I would see him get really frustrated and I had read that sometimes like these kids have all this energy that they just don't know what to do or how to get it out. So sometimes yeah. I would just kind of like give him a pillow and let him kind of just like, you know, like kind of have a pillow fight with him. Mm-hmm. And so I think when he like, rough house and rolls around it gives him that like um what's the play that like the sensory that he needs yeah that's right he ha- he has that sensory release yeah i think it's that and then also just letting him be physical mm-hmm. and letting him bump and and move and you can only kid. it's florida right now in the summer it's hot. it's hot there's only so much you can do outside right now and so being able to get out energy another way like this morning we were taking ground balls in the this first in time, the house. yeah, we're yeah. doing ground balls uh, like baseball in the house. Yeah, so it's just finding things, and especially when it comes to like when I'm with him and watching him, it's finding things to get some of his energy out and to like it's fun for me too. Yeah, and it's funny because whenever he gets so he he starts preferring one of us for things versus the other for certain things, like. Yeah. Whenever he wants to, like, if he gets excited about something cool that he like did with a toy, he's like, where's daddy at? Mm-hmm. Like, he wants to show daddy. If he bumps his head, where's mommy? Yeah. Like, if he gets hurt or anything, like, he doesn't feel good or if it's in the middle of the night, like, he always yeah. wants mommy. That's true. And especially at nighttime, um, you're definitely his comfort if mm-hmm. he's distressed in any way. Where I might be more fun. Mm-hmm. What I think that's probably natural. Yeah, like dad is definitely the fun one that mm-hmm. he prefers to play with, and yeah. then I am definitely the one that he wants to comfort him. Yeah, and I think you know as he gets older, I, I would like that to change a little bit. Not so much um, that I'm less fun, but I do want that relationship where he can come to me for like when he just needs to talk about anything. You know oh. What I mean? He does because when he gets in trouble, he immediately tells me he needs to go tell daddy. He'll run in there and tell me too. And I'm like, well, go tell him. M- mommy got, mommy got trouble. Got me trouble. Got me in trouble. Mommy got me in trouble. Mommy put me time out. <laughs> he put himself in time out the other day. He did it today too. Did he? But then I told him, I was like, okay. And he's like, I don't want to go to time out. And I was like, okay, I didn't tell you, you to go to time out. You decided out. that, bud. I don't know what you're thinking. And I think it's, interesting because I, even as grown people like your mom is always like your comfort person you got to think i held that child in my body for nine months it's like you're always gonna yeah. have that comfort bond and i also think there are probably more daughters that go to their dads mm-hmm. for comfort yep and yeah. then more sons that go to their moms yeah i'm sure it's probably an opposite thing and I just think if you're talking about proportionate numbers of like boys versus girls that go to their dad, I think the girls are going to be higher. I think that's very true. Cause even like, okay, you got to think of things like I go to my parents for like, 
I go to my dad if no, this is no offense, but like I feel like you go to your dad when you need reason because <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. because as women, I am a woman, you can be biased with emotions, you can be yeah. you can be unreasonable, you can be like swayed easily. Emotions. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I just feel like sometimes dads are just like reasonable. Yeah, it's a definitely a different approach uh in most cases, dad versus mom, mm-hmm. I think. I think you're right. When moms get the information, they act a lot more with emotion. They do. And then when dads get the information, not all the time, but in most cases, I feel like it's a little bit more of practicality. Yes. Like, for example, this would be like if Xander came to us and was like, my teacher yelled at me. Oh, okay. You're right. This is exactly right. Like my first instinct. snap. My first instinct would be, okay, I need to call her yeah. and ask her why we, she would speak to my son that way. And, I my, get, and I would get very emotional. And my first thing would, this is what popped in my head when you said it. I'd be like, okay, what did well, you do? why did she yeah. yell at you? Yeah. For what reason did she yell at you? Yeah. Because I know there's something else to this story. Right. Just like anytime you hear something and it sounds ludicrous, like it sounds out of this world, 85% of the time. There's a reason. There's something there. Or mm-hmm. it's like not in context the right way. Yep. But my first reaction would yeah, be, be like, calling them up. oh, hell no. Yeah. And my first thing is like, even if it's a friend that was like, my friend uh, told me I couldn't come over to his house and, or whatever. I'd be like, okay, but what did you do to him before that? Like, why did he say that? You know what I mean? I'd be like, well, well Josh can never come over here. Yeah. See that kid later. <laughs> That's always one of those things like, let me call his mom. If I was ever, if I knew if someone was ever mean to me, like, I, okay, I was in my head. I thought, okay, I can either tell my mom and my sister that this person was mean to me and they will never like them again yep. ever. Or if I think that we're going to get over this, I keep it to myself. You know what I mean? Exactly. Cause I knew if I told my mom and my sister, like it's done. Oh, it's done. Yeah, that's definitely a that's definitely a female. That's so funny because that's consistent, I think, across a lot of people. I think it's especially because I'm a Scorpio. So mm-hmm. I feel like Scorpios are so passionate. And I there's nobody in this world that I'm like, I really dislike them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? There's nobody that I've gotten mad enough at to be like, you know, if I find this person, it's going down. Me neither. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like that is a lot more common. Oh, yeah. People always have someone, you know? They're like, I can't stand this person. Or when they see them, they're like, oh, I don't like them. You know what I mean? We don't have anybody, do we? No. But yeah. we pretty well we pretty well stick to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody that's going to like, nobody that we are ever around is going to make us mad Right. Like like, there's no drama involved. It's almost like we don't get close enough to get hurt. Yeah. You know, (laughs) like it's like we always have a wall up because it's like, well, and it's also like we're just so busy with things that it's hard for us to like go out and get invested. Let, yeah, get invested, let other people in. And then, like, I just can't imagine having drama with another grown person. Oh, I know. I'm like, we are almost 30. Like, I don't understand how, what drama is there at like, 30? Our conversations aren't around 
people and drama. It's around like business and family and stuff. Legit. You know what I mean? Like that's all of our conversations is, is around not has nothing to do with anybody else. Mm -mm. And so I just can't imagine having drama with another person, but I do see as Z gets older and starts to interact with more Mm -hmm. kids, I can see that becming more of a thing. But and at that point, I think it's personal. It's like, yeah, yeah personally. Yeah. Like at that point, it's like, okay, Susie, you need to come to me and not to my son. Yeah. You know? Yep. I agree. Because I, I, yeah, I think the drama begins once Z gets a little older. That's probably what anybody listening that has an older kid probably is like, well, it's because you haven't gotten to that point yet. Yeah. And I can see that happening because I could see Z doing something that makes like, I don't want to say hurts another kid's feelings, but just beef generating. And yeah. it can even come from him. Right. It's not always the other kid's fault. And then that parent doesn't like you. Right. There's a whole other side of it. It's not just who are we not going to like because they did something to Z. It's who's not going to like us because Z did something to them. Very true. And I always hope, I always hope that those parents will come to us instead of just yeah. being like, you know, my hope is always that Xander is going to be like this nice, polite kid. That's yeah. every parent's That's hope. hope. But that's I'm sure rare. at some point he's going to be a little turd and he's going to yeah. do something to piss someone off. And then I'd love for that person, like you said, to, come, to come to, to me, us. Yeah. And then I'm going directly to him. Right. Like, hey, is this true? Why did this happen? Yeah. All right. But I'll always believe Z over everyone. But yeah, but I know how to me. sniff out a lie, I think. Who's <laughs> lying to you? But you do something <gasps> what it's never anything serious but i always know if you're lying you do i'm a bad liar i don't even try when i say i lie about something it might be like an amazon package or something i didn't wear that (laughs) sorry we just had a mic fall technical difficulties we said this was going to be a mini-sode but we didn't say that oh we didn't (laughs) well we're telling you now this one's going to be short well it isn't short yeah it is probably 20 minutes oh that's perfect yeah um so i mean so listen to this while you take a poop who takes a 20 minute poop? Depends on the day. Seriously? Depends on the day. I never understood that. I never understood why my brothers would stay in there and poop for so long because I'm like, if you had to go, that means that the feces was close enough to the rectum to signal to your body that you had to go. Why would you say, like, what are you waiting on? Sometimes you have more to come out, though. No, 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 no. You don't have enough to sit there for 20 well, minutes. Well, I think nowadays uh, we get kind of wrapped up in other things when you're on the toilet. High school boys on the pooper. Who knows? We'll just leave it at that. Use your imagination. Chandler. Anything Anything else for the people? You got me all in sorts. That's what I do. It's my charisma. Is it? No. It's probably my B.O. I like your B.O. Pheromones. Pheromones, yeah. Well, oh, honestly, this is random, but I haven't really had to wear deodorant anymore. I kind of stopped wearing it. Since when? Probably the last like two months. You've stopped wearing deodorant? Because the deodorant that we have, we uh-huh. have three sticks that are all at like the bare end of them. So yeah. when you rub them on your armpit, they scratch you. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to feel that this morning. I didn't wear it. And I was like, I don't really stink. Let me smell your armpit right now. Did you put it on today? You smell like my deodorant. Today I did put it on. <laughs> I don't remember why um, today, but I have really like stopped wearing it. Good for you. That just shows you that your body 
like once you rid it of things that like, okay, say you stopped washing your hair. Okay. If you're washing your hair every single day, the oils in your hair are used to that. If you stop washing it every single day, you're going to go through that little bit of period where it's like oily, but then Mm -hmm. your head gets used to it. Yeah. Like now I only wash my hair once a week. Yeah. I mean, it was a little funky today, but I sweat a lot. I was sweating a lot while I worked out this morning. Um, but like when the winter comes around, I don't think I'm going to wear it at all. We'll see about that. I think I'm going to be good. Okay. Well, on that note. Uh, after talking about sweat and BO, we have the cookbook coming out. Cookbook is releasing on Sunday. This is our paleo recipe book. It is 30 different paleo recipes. It's over 30 pages. Oh, how many recipes is it? Uh, it's a little less than 30, but it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Holla. And there's a meal prep guide in there. You also get the macro calculator. So that's the best thing about it is you get the macro calculator that we include in all of our fitness plans. So you put in your all the stuff about you and what your goal is. It'll spit you out calories and macros that you should do for the day. And then you can actually use the paleo cookbook that has the macros written mm-hmm. for every single meal to build out a meal plan if you want it. So it's a pretty good combo. And it is only $29.99, baby. Yes, it is. And you get it for life. Yep. So tell your friends, tell your neighbors. We're going to be posting it on our ManFam Fitness Instagram as soon as it goes live on Sunday. So be ready for that. Other than that, what we got? Do a tired merch coming out end later. of August. Probably okay. a week later. Yeah. Beautiful. We have it all done. We're just setting up some uh, final things, some final touches. I love it. It's going to be hype. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. If you like listening to our voices and us chat about basically nothing. Mm, I'm just kidding. Pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you loved it. And if you didn't, that's life, man. Bye.